You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. It's Friday. I've been working on nothing but Niners stuff nonstop. And on top of all that, like, man, we've got, you know, World Cup going on. It's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Shout out to all the hashtag CCs. And Josh asks, is it Sunday yet? Not quite. But we're going to get all the football, especially 49ers football, that you could dream of in like less than one week, right? Because today's Friday. We have two games in the next six days. Um, and on top of that, not only like two games, you got Tom Brady coming to Santa Clara this week. Then you've got the largest game of the entire year for the 49ers schedule. Number one, I thought it would be the Rams. Obviously, they're terrible. They did do the comfort behind whatever Baker thing, uh, which was hilarious. I... I I, I really did feel like it benefited the 49ers. I was pulling for the Rams uh, if the Raiders lost. Uh, but anyway, I digress. And they, but So, yeah, you've got the game Tom Brady Sunday. Then you got the number one game on the entire schedule on a Thursday night football matchup in Seattle. We'll be there. So, for all you guys that want football, trust me, you're going to get your feel over these next six days. And sticking with the theme, uh, Josh says Bosa versus Baker twice a year. You know, I put this out on Twitter and, you know, my my takes on Baker Mayfield have been loud and consistent. Um, not a Baker guy. Never been a Baker guy. I'm a, I'm a Longhorn, so I understand my bias. I just don't think he's a great quarterback. And I said on this show several times, do not put in a waiver claim for him. If you want to bring him in. Um, let him clear through waivers, let the salary disappear, bring him in as a practice squad quarterback and earn his way up. Uh, but, you know, he showed out. 
And, and I got like a handful of messages like, ah, oh, boom, told you he's amazing after that Rams thing. And I was like, whoa, 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 pump your horses there a little bit, cowboy. Um, why, I, you know, and I even put this out there. I hope Baker goes off. I really do. I hope they win out. I hope he looks like Jimmy Garoppolo back in 2017 for those last five games. That's what I want to happen. I hope the Rams kind of see like, you know, sync up and like tie their future to Baker Mayfield. I would love that. I would love that. I want this cat in our division and I want Nick Bosa to play him twice a year. Um, he's not a good quarterback. He's turnover prone. Um, now is he entertaining? Does he leave it all out there on the field? Yes. Is he a good teammate? No. Uh, is he a good dude? No, uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. So I am pulling for Baker and the Rams the rest of the year. Like I said, my, if I could have it my way, Baker goes off and so far great. It just dominates. We want the Rams to win most of the games as they move forward, because you know, you, you look at their schedule, they still got Seattle. So that's huge in and of itself. So, yeah, we're we're pulling for the Rams. That's what we're doing. It helps the 49ers long-term. Now, that's not what the majority of this show is going to be about. Um, obviously, your questions are always welcome. So get those thrown in there. What's up, Grand Asin? Glad to be with you. What's up, Nick? Mike, man, we got a lot of studs uh, in this chat. I freaking love it. I love it. Um, and Nanya Business says your videos improve the quality of my life. I appreciate that. Uh, hopefully for a positive way. Um, uh, but this is going to be the Purdy and Bosa show. You know, I, I get through, I get all these questions through DMs, through email, through Twitter, all those things. And I love them. Whenever you guys want me to talk about something on the show, like I, I get, I'm not like a little schoolgirl, man. I get excited. Like somebody wants to know my opinion on something. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd love to talk about it. Um, but the problem is, as the show goes on and there are live shows, I, I have my notes. Uh, I've got five and a half pages of notes today, just so you know. Uh, I have my notes, but sometimes I get out of order or I'm focusing too much on you know the chat or whatever else, and I miss stuff. So today's show, I wanted to make sure that we spent ample time one, getting to your questions, but two, these two players. Now, Bose has been around for a minute, no doubt about that, but these two players are the biggest impact players that we have moving forward. The 49ers have positioned themselves in a way. They're 8-4, and four, first place in the NFC by considerable margin, game-and-a-half lead if you look at the tiebreakers and all those things. Like, this team's built for the playoffs. A lot of that's because of Bosa. That's where we're going to focus the second half of this show on. But the future is dependent upon Brock. And that's what we're going to focus the first half of this show. What's up, David? Glad to have you. What's up, Daryl? Appreciate you guys. Love it. And the mad scientist himself just popped in. Clayton's working like three jobs right now, guys. Uh, dude is, is running the business, uh, the family business, taking care of things. I love it. And so he's here with us. So he's going to be monitoring the chat. I got to say shout out to my man, Phil. Phil came out to the tailgate. He's a big time Patreon supporter. Uh, really appreciate him. Just a good friend. We, we, we hang out. We talk a lot. And so he came out with his family and freaking walked away with a freaking autographed jersey. It was awesome. Had such a good time hanging out, Phil. Hopefully you had a good time at the game as well. 
So, uh, speaking of people that came out, what's up, Shot J? Like, subscribe, Patreon people. Rock the support. Check out the All-22. Come party with the Rush Road Trip crew. Good, good times. That's what it's about. You know, just building all these things up. So let's get to some of these questions that have come in throughout the week. Um, and if you tag uh, John, just put at John or at Clayton with your question, and we'll try to get to as much as we can. First one comes from SoCal Dave. He asked me earlier this week about Brock, and I thought that this was good. And Kyle even addressed it um, just a little bit. You know, Dave asked this question. He says, I understand how there's not tape on him, but... The switch from Trey to Jimmy and then the switch from Jimmy to Brock seems like they're different. Uh, it shouldn't be near as drastic because and he's exactly correct. If you look at Trey is different, okay, at so many levels. One, he's huge, okay. Two, he's got a freaking rocket arm, which the other two do not have. It, that That's one thing that is very evident in the fact that Jimmy's quick release, not strong arm. Brock is a little bit slower, but still on the quick release side, not strong arm. Um, Trey, long release, super strong arm, and more of a mobile first guy, right? So so it, it is different, but it should be easier going from one to the other. Um, and, and I think that's kind of what's what's really, really important is it is different because you don't have to adjust that much. You really, really don't. Not that I don't think the adjustment from Trey to Jimmy was a lot, but whatever it was, it's less so going Jimmy to Brock. And, I mean, you, you call the same plays. You come out all those different things. It's just what it is. Now, Kyle was asked a couple times. Um, about Purdy, and I want to be able to hear from Purdy. I want to hear from D'Amico. I want to hear from Brock on this show. Shout out to the great Juan Salas, uh, working so hard behind the scenes. He's incredible. Thank you for all the work. It helps us out here. Um, just about Brock's preparation, and I think that that is one of the things you look at. We're going into week 14. We just finished week 13. So it's not like he's been there. Now, I know he's been scout team and all those things, but Kyle talks about it. Like, he's been ready. I mean, he's just been ready at every opportunity he's gotten. You know, he didn't get much in OTAs. Um, most of that went to Trey and Nate. And whenever he did, he, you could see um, what he showed you guys on Sunday. And each time we picked it up, he just showed more of that. Um, he's very aggressive in what he does. Um, sometimes that can keep both teams in the game. So that's stuff that you got to work on as you play more. Um, but that's where you want to start with it. When a guy can make some plays like he does, he gives you a chance to win. And um, but we got to figure out what the best way to win with him. Yeah, that that's the ongoing figure out the best way to win with them. Now, the Dolphins kind of dictated how that game would be played for the 49ers offensively, right? They loaded the box. Six-man fronts, five-man fronts, eight-man box, nine-man box. There was an 11-man box. You only got 11 players on third and short. They did that three times. So, like, you had to throw the ball. You had no choice to throw the ball. In fact, you threw the ball so many damn times. You threw it 37. 37 times. That's the most Jimmy Garoppolo has thrown all year. But whenever you have a team narrow in and sink in, you got to find ways. And the good news is Kyle Shanahan could not babysit or protect Brock. You had to turn him loose. And Brock answered the call. What's up, Phil? Appreciate the gift, man. Um, he says, had a great time meeting all the faithful, uh, winning the Fred Warner signed jersey, and we won the game. It didn't rain. Great day all together. Man, that is incredible. Thank you, Phil. I appreciate that. And, and that 
it's about bringing people together, man. And, you know, Phil and I, we've hung out virtually several times. We talk all the time through emails and messages on Patreon. But, man, to get together and to break bread together, tacos uh, particularly, tequila, beer, all those things, it was just incredible. Got to meet his family. Absolute blast. That's what it's about. Memories and community, man. Ah, I freaking love it. Now, this question comes from SKTK, which I had to practice saying that a couple times. SKTK. I, I got it down now. Being from the South, sometimes a lot of consonants in a row, we struggle with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, he says, would love to hear your thoughts on the potential Brock Purdy might have more chemistry um, in practice squad reps with Danny Gray. This is something I didn't even think about. Danny Gray has had a very, how do I say this and be nice? He's had a rough rookie year. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, you look at what he was brought in for, right? Um, he was going to be a stud with Trey Lance. That was a scheme fit that they would come together on. When Trey went down, Danny Gray's entire kind of whatever, he's a deep guy. That's what he's a speed guy. Jimmy's not that. Brock Purdy is way more that than Jimmy. Not that he has a stronger arm, but Danny Gray still doesn't have a catch. He doesn't have his first reception. He's got a couple targets. He's only played 49 snaps his entire year. But, um, SK, I'm with you. I, I truly do believe Danny Gray at some point, regular, you know, next five games of the postseason, he's going to blow the roof off. He's going to get that one catch for, you know, 55 yards and a touchdown. It's coming. Now, this transition does help Danny Gray considerably because they have played so much together, both one coming in rookies together. You go through rookie symposium together. You go through rookie mini camp together. You go through all those things. So, like, if there's anybody that's thrown more passes to Danny Gray, there's not one on the team, first off. It is 100% Brock Purdy. So, could that be something that could show out? Um, that is something that I want to see. And, and I do think that Danny Gray is going to get his first catch eventually this year. I think that this uh, will be one of those opportunities. I really, really do. And I'll be honest with you. If there ever was a game where that is possible, guess what? The Saints just announced that not one, but two of their starting safeties uh, not practicing again. So that is a big, big, big deal. Antoine Winfield Jr. and Mike Edwards, both their starting safeties, not going to play. So you're going against two backup safeties this week. I think that's a big deal. Uh, now, again, how many snaps is Purdy going to get? Six to ten tops, right? But why not put in a play? Why not put in something? You go to Purdy and say, hey, Purdy, what's your favorite deep ball? Is, is it you know a post? Is it just a flat-out go route? Is it a corner? Is it a post corner? Like, what, what you got? And you start working that. You start working that. Um, if I had to bet on a game where Danny Gray would get a catch, this week would be it. Now, I don't think that's going to be on any of the props or anything for my bookie, but if he's going to blow the doors off, this is as good a week as any, as any. And Melissa says, yeah, Bucks also admitted Werfs is out. So, I mean, they're missing some players. We're at week 14 in the season. Injuries, injuries, injuries. And obviously, we don't need to tell 49ers fans that. But if you're looking at Nick Bosa, who the second half of the show is going to be about, guess what? His toughest matchup has been removed from the equation. If you're looking at Brock Purdy, who the first half of this episode's about, guess what? Top two safeties out, removed from the equation. 
never root on injuries. I'm the biggest player first always. Um, but doesn't mean it doesn't affect the game, right? So, you know, you don't want injuries. I wish everybody was healthy all the freaking time. And that's just not a reality in a contact sport like this. So, but it does affect the game. Uh, and I think that it does. I think that it does. Now, you know, another thing that I think is important is everything that, how do I say this? What Brock Purdy has done to get him in this, the thing that fascinated me, okay, sorry, that's a wrong, long way to get to this question. The hamster's spinning up there. There were several formations that Kyle Shanahan pulled out that we hadn't seen before with motions and all that stuff that kind of, you know, three-person backfield where Debo's behind, Kyle Juszczyk's here, CMC's here, motioning like crazy. There were some new wrinkles that we never saw. That wasn't something that took place at all at any point in the year. Like, we saw new things. So how in the world does Brock Purdy, who got four snaps with the first team last week, come in and execute that flawlessly? Didn't have false starts, didn't have missed cadences, didn't have fumbled snaps, didn't turn the wrong way like we saw earlier in the year. How did we have it? Well, I think we got that answer. This is Brock Purdy talking about why he knew everything that was going on. Well, I also had uh, Clay Kubiak, the assistant quarterback coach out there, some of the other uh, uh, quarterbacks and ball guys. But, yeah, just going out there and running through the whole practice script, you know, after. You're talking about, yes. Yeah, so I just run all the plays that Jimmy ran um, at practice, but on air. So not th- not throwing the receivers or anybody, just you know, mentally going through it. So Just mentally going through it. Like, that is huge. And so for a rookie to step in, in one of the most complex offenses in the NFL, pre-snap motions, all that kind of stuff, and to do it against all-out blitzes consistently, like, that's the thing that's crazy to me. Dude was not rattled. Uh, the newt, yes, triple motion in and out of the backfield, messed with man cover rules, and he hit them. And you know, a couple of those where they were bringing five or more, and he bailed outside the pocket and was able to find Debo for a first down on third, and Ayuk on a first down on their rolling to his right. That stuff you don't get with Jimmy Garoppolo. Not that I'm saying like Purdy's better than Jimmy's not. He's not. I hope that he will be. Um, I hope Brock Purdy becomes the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. Do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. Uh, but is he good enough to get us, you know, three out of five wins down the stretch? I think that he could be. I think that he could be. Uh, David, what's up, brother? He says, Brian Greasy has been an underrated hire. Um, he could be a coordinator in the future. Yeah, it's one of the many coaches on the rise. And shout out to David. He won our um trivia a while back i got a call from ups i sent you your jacket they had to update your email address or something anyway jacket's been on the way for a while shipping to canada's fun uh but anyway just want to let you know talk to him yesterday should be on the way soon so keep an eye out for uh, that 40 hours jacket we sent you um yeah there's gonna be a lot of coaches on the move and especially think back to how recent it was that social media and the loud kind of barking voices on 49ers, whatever content creators, we're talking about firing Shanahan. And again, remember, this is less than, you know, 10 months removed from an NFC championship birth, whatever else. But like you see the game versus the Dolphins. Find a better Shanahan called game. 
You put up, you know, you only had three points on the board when Jimmy went out. Only three. Finished with 33. That's a pretty damn good offense performance. I know Dre Greenlaw on the defense got one of those touchdowns, but still, you know, you take the seven points off of the defense, take three points off from the offense, 23 points with the third-string quarterback? Hell yeah. Hell yes, I will take that. Now, to get that qualified, what did they do? What did Brock Purdy do most in particular? We can talk about the O-line. We can talk about the run game. No, 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 no. That's not what this show is. This is Purdy and Bosa, right? So, um, shout out to the great Steph Sanchez. She's incredible. She came out last week, which was really, really cool. Uh, we, we, uh, she's just awesome. She came out in Denver. We've hung out lots of times at Steph Sanchez. If you haven't yet, uh, she is incredible. I think it's Steph 49. I think she changed. I want to get this right, but she is just too freaking awesome. Um, here we go. Uh, no, I'm trying to find this, but this is really important to me. Um, anyway, uh, there we go. At Steph 49k she runs the uh 49k pod 49 carrots with a k so 49k pod uh she is incredible she broke down the percentage of targets um for brock purdy just small sample size right so just versus the dolphins debo 27 percent cool with that cmc 24 percent cool with that iu 19 percent all right kittle five percent that's the one that needs adjustment. Only so many passes to go around. Kittle's got to, got to, some rookie numbers. Got to pump those numbers up. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey says, what's up? Uh, some people might've got that reference. Um, yeah, Melissa, Steph, 40, uh, 49K, 49 Carrots Podcast, Steph Sanchez. She is absolutely incredible. Big, big fan of hers. So, I mean, I think, you know, now that he's had time to kind of like plan things and figure it out and all that kind of stuff, not any one of those guys, if you just get uncomfortable and you want to zero in on one of these guys, that's a win. That's a win. If it's Debo, great. CMC, awesome. IU, great choice. Kittle, bravo. That's the roster construction that has taken place that allows people like him to step in and be like, you know what? Where's your comfort blanket? Where's that going to be at? You know, Juwan Jennings was Jimmy, right? On third down, third and Juwan. He, he was going to go there. And so now, like, oh, he's just got to figure out where do you feel comfortable. It's going to take time, and he's going to have some bad games, guys. Is it this week? I don't think so. I hope not. There's going to be a bad game in here. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy was notorious for them, right? Like, every single NFL quarterback goes through bad games, even Tom Brady. Now, listen to Brock talk about what it's been like taking over the first team reps for the first time. It's been it's been solid. It's been um, new, you know, taking all the first team reps and just the meetings and everything's centered around you know how I think the plays I like um, and getting the timing down at the receivers and um, running backs. So it's been a little different, but it's been really good. Been a little different, but really good. Now, the 49ers have five games left, and I've asked a form of this question earlier on the John and Wayne show. There's five games, okay? And let, let me just go through this and make sure I don't mess up. You're at home versus the Bucks, at Seattle, home versus Commanders, at the Raiders, home versus the Cardinals. How many games do you feel confident that the 49ers can win with Brock Purdy at the, at the helm? So zero, one, two, three, four, five. How many games do you feel confident 
that the 49ers can win. Be realistic with this. I know everybody wants to say five and we go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. That's cool. Uh, that's awesome. Literally, like, I want you to be for real. Like, if you had to put money down and say, okay, of these five games, how many games will the 49ers win with this? And I fully do expect the 49ers to be favored in every single one of them. Let's see here. And we, we've got answers coming in. Clayton's going to keep highlighting those. Five. Alex says three. George says four. Mike says three. Because whenever I first look at that list, I do not see the 49ers winning five more in a row. We have the NFL's longest win streak in the NFL at five currently. You're going to add five more games to that? You're going to go 10-0? and 0? And I'm going to be honest. Uh, how do I say this? It's going to piss somebody off. Um, I hope the 49ers do lose a game before the playoffs. I really, really do. I don't want I want them going into the playoffs having some things to correct and learning from what happens when those mistakes are made. We haven't seen Brock Purdy make one of those terrible mistakes yet. I think it would help the team to learn through those. It's a rookie, man. It's a rookie. <laughs> But the majority of the answers seem to be threes and fours. Um, all five of them, Melissa, she's like the most positive person ever. I love it. That's incredible. Um, and so we'll have to see here. Yeah, and again, I don't care. All, I, all I'm asking for, get two wins. You get two wins here in the playoffs as long as one of those is against the Seahawks. If you're going to lose that Seahawks game, you got to get three to guarantee your spot. Probably two games get you in. Probably two. Um, which I don't think the 49ers will have a difficult problem with. Because, again, you look at the schedule, you know, the Commanders, I think, is probably going to be the toughest game left on our slate. Uh, I was saying the Bucks, but their injuries, and they just have not turned it around. They can't run the ball. The Commanders is going to be the toughest game we got left. Not the most important, but the toughest, I think. The Raiders could be mathematically eliminated by that point. Should have fired their coach already, but they can't because the Raiders don't have cash. Uh, to do so, and the Cardinals 100% going to be the Cardinals could be eliminated this week if they lose from the playoffs, already removed. So they're going to be kind of playing spoiler alert, but I'm not expecting much. I really, really am not. Like, again, another team coach could be fired by then, should be fired by then. Um, so yeah, I think you're going to be able to get some wins, but still, the Raiders and Cardinals are going to show up against the Niners, whether they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs or they're playing for something or they're not. The game's going to matter. The game's going to matter. Now, dug up some fun Brock Purdy facts. Um, went back, Coach Cruz, shout out to him whenever we did, and Josh with our countdown um, that we did. Here we go. Turn down scholarships. Brock Purdy, turn down scholarships from Alabama. Everybody's talking about that one in the news, which is big, but also Texas A&M. I knew I liked this kid. Nobody goes to Texas A&M. Come on now. Don't do that. Uh, hook them, baby. Uh, <laughs> turned down scholarships to Illinois and UCF and chose Iowa State. Turned out to be a pretty good choice. Now, he showed up there, and it wasn't like he showed up and was incredible. As a freshman, he got to play, but as a redshirt. His true freshman year, he wasn't even on the depth chart, but stuck around, stuck with it, then stepped up and just dominated. You know, as 32 Iowa State school records eighth all time in big 12 passing yards 22nd 22nd all time ncaa college total yards that's rushing and passing yards 22nd right, listen to some of these names he's ahead of 
Um, Lamar Jackson's 24th. Russell Wilson, 25th. Derek Carr, 30th. Jalen Hurts, 39th. The production is there, right? It's there. And again, like I, I picked those players because I thought, you know, Iowa State's not a powerhouse by any stretch. Big 12's not a powerhouse. Conference is power five. But, you know, Lamar Jackson, again, you know, ACC. Russell Wilson kind of bounced around ACC and Big Ten, whatever. Derek Carr, right? Fresno. Jalen Hurts. He was in the SEC, then he went to Big 12. So, like, I was trying to find similar time periods, similar amount of starts, similar programs, whatever. Like, this kid has done it. He's done it at the college level, at the college level, but he's done it well. 81 touchdowns. Uh, 33 interceptions. He finished with a career. This is career, not his best single season. Career, 151.1 passer rating. That's pretty damn special. Rushed for over 1,000 yards, 1,177 yards, and 19 touchdowns. Now, let me say this, and this is kind of piggybacking. I don't know if you had the opportunity to listen. Greg Cassell, who, you know, I'm a draft guy, right? Like, that's kind of like where I got my start was draft and Niners. Greg Crusell is, I look up to that dude considerably. Um, don't agree with him all the time, but he's got an eye for this stuff. He was on KNBR and talked about, man, he has mobility, but he's not a top-end speed guy, and the metrics show that. His only like decent metric for a quarterback is his 10-yard split. He gets going quick. He just runs out of, he doesn't have top-end speed. Uh, Metal Monk says the production is there, and ISU ISU ran a pro style under center offense. That's why he chose them. That's why a lot of people chose to go with Matt Campbell at Iowa State over some bigger programs. Because again, like you said, it, it's a pro style system, and you can see Trey Lance pro style system at NDSU. Right? Um, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. You look at CJ Beathard pro style system. Those things matter. Um, Chris says, you know, I live in Iowa, watch Purdy a lot, excited for him. He won't let us down. Ooh, what's up, Chris? We got the Iowa Niners connection, man. It's strong. Now, I am curious, and I joked about this a little bit, the fact that Kid only received 5% of targets. You know, Iowa State's biggest rival is Iowa. <laughs> so Iowa versus Iowa State, they got to they gotta sync up and squash that, baby. Um, they got to squash that. Um, kid Trickster says no Bosa practice. Are we worried? I'm thinking short week. Yeah. Here's the thing. You have to go into management mode because you've got two games in six days. That's really, it's two games in four days, right? Cause you got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then boom. Fifth. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball hockey college basketball entries today on prize picks america's number one fantasy sports app and here's what's great it, it you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country including california texas and georgia on top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS. 
for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match of up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Day. So, like, you don't have a lot of rest. So, you got to rest now to rest then. The thing I would say is that they didn't mention Bosa on the injury report after the fact, and it doesn't seem like there's really much concern. And I just – I don't see – I fully expect Bosa to play and to play well. That's just my expectation. Could I be wrong? Of course I could. But whenever you have somebody that's so damn important – you let Bosa decide what he wants to do. And Kyle Shanahan's been pretty consistent with that, right? Um, allows him to work in the offseason, tells him not to come to OTAs, like just lets him do whatever it is. Uh, Melissa says, you know, hamstring irritation. That's what's being careful with him. Yeah, just let, let it. We've been in these. Look at CMC, right? Same thing was happening last week with his knee, knee irritation, whatever the hell that means. Um, you, you sat him out, sat him out, sat him out, full go. I expect the same thing. I really, really do. And again, like I, I've got lots of repeatable axioms or beliefs. One of them is I don't believe anything the 49ers talk about with injuries. Don't, I just don't. Um, so anyway, we'll, we'll take that now, uh, back to just a couple more things about Purdy big 12 sportsman in the year in 2022 first team, all big 12 and, uh, back-to-back years fiesta bowl offensive mvp versus oregon two-time this is probably the most impressive resume two-time davy o'brien semifinalist. which those are the best quarterbacks in the country he did not once but twice that's rare um three-time academic big 12 but he was also all academic rookie team or freshman team so four years smart kid uh this roster is littered with them and the big 12 freshman of the year uh 
come on, man. Like, he's got whatever this is up here, right? Now, the body, and Greg Cassell talked about this. He says, this was a quote from Greg Cassell's kind of analysis of his tape. Makes a lot of plays despite, despite his lack of talent. Not an arm strength. Not a big body. Not a rocket arm. Not very fast. Not super strong. Like, his body is built, not even a jack-of-all-trades guy, right? <laughs> oh, no. Niners Zeno. He says, this team has come a long way since the Tom Sula fart press conference. You are correct. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, I constantly try to harp on or whatever is enjoy this, right? It's, it's uh, I'm going to spoil this movie. It's Tom Hanks at, at the end of Saving Private Ryan earn this right as he's talking about david like that's earn this we we're the faithful you go through so much crap right chip kelly crap tom sula crap amazing coach great dude just never should have been a head coach um that year was rough dennis erickson crap right yeah i mean mike singletary good but some crap years whatever else we've gone through it you have earned the right to enjoy this. And I know somebody's sitting there like, enjoy what? We've lost two quarterbacks. We're in a third. Enjoy this. Enjoy this. Like, we earned it. You're 8-4 and four in first place. And somehow, your team is still favored against Tom Brady in the first place Bucks. Now, I know they're a mess. But there's something here. Um, there's something here that's special. That is special. Um, let, let's finish just, I'm almost done with all my Brock Purdy stuff. Let me finish this. This is going to be a long show. Hopefully you guys don't mind. Um, again, just a couple things, uh, from K, uh, from Greg sell on KMBR. He says Purdy is a streaky and rhythm passer and can get bad. It stays bad. If it gets good, it stays good. I said the exact same thing in my write-up. Not a strong arm, but he still plays with confidence, still makes throws he probably shouldn't. Gunslinger, has mobility, not a top-end speed guy, and just a rhythm, streaky thrower. We saw a good streak last week. Can that continue? Phillip, he said, had no idea Purdy was so smart, should have known. Shanahan doesn't choose dummies. You know, there's, there's Shanahan draft strategy, or, you know, you could – whether this is Shanahan or John Lynch, whatever. Reuben Foster changed the way they address players with character, academic stuff, and injuries. They learned a lesson. And, you know, I look back on that Reuben Foster, like, I'm not mad about it because they learned really damn quick. Don't go after questionable dudes with questionable past, with questionable injuries, with questionable mindsets. And you look at this 90-man roster, I think we counted. Of the 90 people, 82 were academic all-something, whether it was on a roll or academic all-conference. 82 out of 90. That's pretty damn special. And so now does that mean like you have to be smart to play football? Hell no. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that you are removing – a giant piece of the evaluation process that you cannot control by getting guys with great awareness, work ethic. You know, I used to tell my students this all the time. 
I would ask them, you know, again, I taught junior seniors and I would always help them through the college process and write letters of recommendation, all that kind of stuff. And I would always tell them like, does GPA determine who's the smartest person? No, it doesn't. What does it determine? It, it determines the people that will work are good with deadlines and understand what's being asked of you. And can you perform that now? Is our education system perfect? Hell no, it's not. There's a lot of issues, but it does determine who will play by the rules and do what is asked. Well, as a coach, guess what? You've got a qualifying factor that can teach you, hey, this guy's going to do whatever it is you ask him to do. This guy's going to work. This guy's going to film his practices when you don't ask him to. Why? Because he wants to be prepared. That's a four-time all-academic. That's pretty damn eh, – I like that. I like that. I, I ain't mad about that at all. And it's not just Brock Purdy. It's 82 out of 90 players on this roster. You know, I don't – I follow the 49ers more than anybody else, obviously. Um, I don't know if there's another team that could get even close to that. Jefferson, he says, Lynch has done a great job finding character guys the last few years. You are exactly correct. Um, and paying character guys, right? Paying guys like Dre Greenlaw. You're not going to find a better human being with more character. Eric Armstead, not going to find a guy with better character. You know, I mean, that that's those are great things. Fred Warner, are you kidding me? It's freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome. Love it. Now, um, here we go. Let's shift gears, baby. Let's go to the other side of the ball. Time for part two of this show. But before we do, we're going to be talking Bosa. But before we do, real quick word from my book. You guys know what it is. It is winning season at my bookie. As always, if you want to enjoy the football games, 49ers, or just NFL, or really any sport in general, you can bet on anything over there. Mybookie.ag. We've been with them for years. Very trusted site. Get your money in. Get your money out easily. And on top of that, all season, double deposit bonus. Whenever you first deposit your money, let's say you deposit $250, you get $500 credited to your account if you just use our promo code 49ERS or scan this QR code right to the side of me if you're watching this on YouTube. And again, it just sets you up completely my bookie is incredible bet with us we're on patreon we share our bets every single week all season long so join us mybookie.ag promo code 49ers bet anytime anywhere with my bookie now real quick i'll share one bet for you we'll do an entire betting episode tomorrow uh once all the player final props come out and all that stuff on my bookie we're doing a three-team teaser plus 10 all three of these things have to happen for us to get paid i'm taking the 49ers plus six and a half uh plus six and a half so they would have to lose by seven or more points vikings plus 12 and a half versus the lions it's crazy the vikings are underdogs to the lions but um, it's going to be a close game. It's not primetime. Kirk Cousins can't hurt us. Um, then I'm taking the Chiefs plus half of a point versus the Broncos. So they just got a tie or better for us to get paid. Bet 10 to win 8.3. We've been killing them um, with our teasers. Real quick question from Metal Monk. Quarterbacks drafted ahead of Brock Purdy. Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter getting his first start this uh, week as well, along with uh, Brock Purdy, Malik Willis, Matt Corral. He's injured. He's not playing. Bailey Zappi, Sam Howell, and Chris Oladokun. Uh, I think I said that correct. It's making up like a little bit of a Tom Brady story. Do I expect him to be anywhere in that realm? I do not. But it sure as hell is fun being at this point of the storyline. Now, this is what the professionals call a segue going from Purdy to Bosa. Let's allow Bosa to talk about 
Purdy. It's hard to tell in practice, but um, whenever he's gotten a shot in preseason, um, he looked like he had some dog in him. I love his mindset. He's super tough. Uh, he's not afraid to make mistakes. Um, he gets playmakers the ball, so he's our guy now, so we got to roll. He's our guide now, so we got to roll. Um, shout out to Nick Bosa for making an appearance. It was funny. I tweeted out the picture, uh, you know, the thumbnail from this. If you're watching on YouTube, it's a picture of Bosa and Purdy. I called it the Purdy and Bosa show or something. And, you know, somebody messaged me like, dude, how'd you get both these guys to come on your show? And I'm like, oh, dude, no, no. Well, but technically they both have appeared on our show, uh, just not in real life. And they don't know who I am, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, we'll take it. We'll move on now. Uh, shout out to Ryan Hensley. He came up with the the he dug through all the Kyle Shanahan games. When Nick Bosa plays, Shanahan has a seventy percent win percentage in games that Bosa plays. When Bosa doesn't, only thirty two percent. That's a big deal. Talk about having a huge sway um, in what things look like. Now, if we look at just what Nick Bosa has done so far this year. Holy cow. Okay. He's playing 11 games. Um, you know, he definitely missed one 14 and a half sacks. He's got 60 or sorry, 36 tackles, um, 15 tackles for loss, 34 quarterback hits, one forced fumble. The dude's just played out of his mind. It's, it's been really, how do I say this? Uh, here we go. No, no, I shouldn't say it. Uh, D'Amico, who's going to be a head coach next year, our defensive coordinator, asked about Nick Bosa. A little bit of a long clip, but, man, it's beautiful to hear. Uh, Bosa's doing good. Bosa's doing good. Working his way back in, he's doing good. Playing his best football right now. I think he, he definitely is playing his best football. You talk about someone, you know, a guy who can change the game and affect the game the way Bosa does it, I mean, to me, it's hands down the best in the league, right? You talk about a defensive player of the year type candidate. Like, if it isn't Bosa, I don't know who else it should be, right? He's, you know, put our defense in a position we're in, right? We are, we're not where we are if it's not with Bosa. And how he changes the game, how he affects the quarterback, how he speeds up the quarterback's timing, and he's still able to get as many sacks as he has, right? He's able to get to the quarterback, put him down, uh, force the ball, right? We're able to scoop and score. There's just so many game-changing plays that Bosa has made. And, I mean, the past two weeks, you look at it, right, the play versus the Saints, right, he closes the game out, right, at the end of the game when we need it most. And last week, right there at the end, again, he's on the quarterback, knocks the ball out. And it's just, I mean, you can't speak enough about Bosa and how he affects the defense, how he changes the game. Right. If you, you want to play great defense, you have to have a great edge rusher. And that's what we have in Bosa. He's the best doing it in the league. And I'm so excited to have him on our side. It, it's different. You know, we got lucky to get him. Picking second for, you know, the Cardinals to take Kyler Murray, which I get it. You got to get your quarterback. But good gosh. I don't know of a more impactful player in the NFL than Nick Bosa. And. Yeah, Terry says, Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year. Are there any questions? I, I I get the Parsons talk and all that kind of stuff, and I get the Cowboys and whatever else, but you cannot find um, an area where anybody statistically, I test, any of those things pass. Uh, Clay says this, hey, John, 2012, Alden Smith 
or 2022 Nick Bosa. Uh, Alden Smith had 19 and a half sacks uh, that year, which is the best all time, uh, which I was going to go through this list, man, but he, he queued it up perfectly. If we look at, and again, I want to answer this question. My answer is Nick Bosa. Okay. If I could have Alden Smith at his 19 and a half sack year or Nick Bosa right now, I'm taking Nick Bosa. And my thing that I constantly have to scream from the mountaintops, and you know, whenever we go through the film, yeah, Big Papa, thank you. Alden Smith had Justin Smith who cleared the way for him. Nick Bosa had nobody. Nick Bosa has been lining up next to Hassan Ridgeway. Do you do you guys get that? Like, I ain't trying to be mean. I love Hassan Ridgeway. Hook him horns. But, come on, man. Like, he just got, he just got Eric Armstead. And Eric Armstead got him one of those sacks, uh, for sure. Nick Bosa went untouched because of Eric Armstead. So, now he's getting that. But, no, the all-inclusive play that is Nick Bosa, he's so good versus the run. He's so good versus the run. He's so good versus the pass. He's Nick Bosa is a better all around player. Now I do remember Alden Smith that year and he was dominant on his pace because you remember uh, Von Miller went second and I think we got Alden Smith seventh and man, that whole time it was like, Ooh, the better player is Alden Smith. The problem was it's just off the field, right? Uh, oh, itchy. I like this. He says, Nick Bosa is the Smith brothers together. Whew. That's sexy. Uh, thinking about that, that is incredible. Now, if we look at the single season leaders all time at sacks, okay, um, Alden Smith, he's number one all time, nineteen and a half sacks. Now, to keep this into perspective, the single single season sack record all time for the entire NFL is twenty two and a half sacks. Two players have done it: uh, Strahan in two thousand one and T.J. Watt last year in two thousand twenty one. So, you know, it's been two decades, but now with the added game and all that kind of stuff and the passing league, blah, 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 like it's going to be broken soon, whether it's this year, next year, whatever. It's 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 coming down. Records are made to be broken. This one's going to be broke probably several times over the next decade. So Alden Smith's number one all time with 19 and a half. Fred Dean is number two with 17 and a half. Tim Harris, 17. Charles Haley with the 49ers at 16 was fourth. Bosa last year. Fifth best single season with 15 and a half sacks. Uh, Chris Dolman, sixth with 15 sacks. Dana Stubblefield tied him uh, at six with 15 sacks. So Nick Bosa right now is currently eighth all time with 14 and a half sacks. Still got five games. Still got five games. Uh, Be the Arrow says, imagine if Bosa had the Cowboy. Now it's different, the 3 4 and all that kind of stuff, but you're correct. Uh, you, Cowboy could play. Uh, three technique, five technique, whatever. He can play anything. That dude was uh, one of my favorite 49ers of all time. So the question to you is, uh, let's 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 turn it to you guys. Nick Bosa has 14 and a half this year, which currently ranks eighth all time in Niners history for single season. How far can he get? Five games left. How many sacks do you project Nick Bosa to get this year? Just regular season alone in the next five games. He's at 14 and a half. So he's averaging over a sack a game, but he's coming off his best game, right? Three sacks in one game is – that was – it's nuts. Clay, I think he breaks the record this year now that Armstead is back. That, ooh. The fact that Armstead comes back, he gets three sacks of that exact same game. 
It's pretty damn special. Now, again, keep in mind, 19 and a half is the record for the 49ers. 22 and a half is the record for the NFL. Big Papa says minimum 19 and a half. I, I mean, you look at this list. Nick Bosa is already fifth and eighth, right? What's to say he doesn't have three more years like this? If if this list is just boom, 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 nobody else is on it more than once. Him. It's just him. He's the only one in the top eight that has been on there more than once. And Juan says 21 even. That would be ugh. I, if I if you would have told me before this season, hey John, Nick Bosa is gonna get 14 and a half sacks for the whole year. What do you think? I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, Niners are going to be in the playoffs. That's what I would think. And the fact that we still got five games. Uh, Itchy said predicted 20 before the season. Man, respect. Uh, love it. It's possible he gets 10 more sacks. You're not wrong. Like, nobody would be shocked, right? Let's say he's got, you know, two games with two sacks and gets one sack in the rest of them. What's that, five, six, seven? That's seven sacks. That's tw- that's the record. Tw- uh, one behind. Oh, Man, I, I love it. Now, okay, well, let's put this into perspective, okay? Single season, that's what we're talking about. Let's look at all time. Let's broaden the perspective. Step back from the tree. Look at the forest. That's what I always tell my students, and they would roll their eyes at me, much like most of you are now, but I like it. I think it sounds cool. What about 49ers all-time sack leaders, okay? Like, just with the 49ers uniform on, you play for somebody else, I don't give a damn. Go about your business. I'm talking about people in the red and gold. Okay, Um, all time sack leaders, first all time, the great B.Y., which makes him so to do this from the defensive tackle positions. Crazy. Eighty nine and a half sacks he had with the red and gold. Love that he made the Hall of Fame this year. Charles Haley's two with sixty six and a half. Brooks, Brooks, consistent, man. You remember how many years he just had five or six sacks? It was like eight years in a row, just five or six sacks, five or six sacks. I mean, just the blitzing linebacker. Uh, he's at 51 and a half third. Dana Stubblefield's fourth with 46 and a half. Dwayne Board's fifth with 45 sacks. Alden Smith, he's sixth with 44. Justin Smith, right next to each other, half a sack difference, 43 and a half. And Bosa, right behind the Smith brothers with 39 career sacks. Chris Dolman's behind him, who he just passed last week. Um, with 38. So again, right now he's first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Bosa's eighth, which he's eighth single season. He's eighth all time. I don't understand how he cannot finish this list at worst second. 89 sacks. He's already at 39 sacks. How old is Bosa? Bosa is currently 25 years old. This cat just turned 25 last month, uh, October 23rd. He's 25. And the thing that is probably the most remarkable about Bosa, and I used to say this about him whenever I did his draft tape, he doesn't win with strength. He doesn't win with speed. He wins because he's a freaking technician with a great motor. Technician, motor bend. Guess what? Those things don't go down with age. His speed will, his power will, his handwork. That's the thing, man. This dude's freaking karate chop ninja with his hands. He's got another five solid years. Yeah, Clay, I'm with you. If he just averages 10 sacks a year for five years, guess what? He'd be number one all time. But I wouldn't put it at 10 sacks a year. 
Um, I think he's got, you know, a good three to four where consistently putting up, you know, 14 to plus sacks. Uh, I just, I, I think that he can get there. I, I really, really do. Uh, but, but man, like, does anybody have a question if he's going to be number one all time? Maybe number two. If you want to take the under, like if I was betting, it would be two. Can he surpass 89 and a half sacks again? He's at 39. And yet, oh, Dave, thank you. Man, I, I missed this. What if Drake Jackson develops? What if Drake Jackson can pull some of the double and triple teams away? What if Drake Jackson can beat the one-on-ones to flush, you know, the quarterback to Bosa? Imagine that. Oh, Chris Kucerich, I love you. <laughs> oh man i freaking love it and again you know to stay with this again we looked at all time we looked at the entire season this week tristan worse i would argue the bucks best player this year not playing ruled out just hours ago so you've got nick bosa going against you know we'll break down we'll do our entire preview show and all those things i don't know man uh and again look what bosa has just accomplished in the last five weeks he won NFC Defensive Player of the Month for November. How does he follow that up? Maybe the best game of his career, probably second best game of his career. Carolina Panthers is rookie. Remember, he had the interception and all the sacks and like completely ruined that franchise. And not the not the first time the 49ers have ruined the Carolina Panthers. Uh Ron Rivera gets fired. Kyle Allen, who they thought was their franchise, they moved on, whatever. So he follows up the NFC defensive player of the month of November with what an incredible game you know and wins player defensive player of the week so that's five straight weeks that this dude has owned grand Asin says jackson will get more snaps next year and that duo will be ridiculous and jackson even though you know he just got nine snaps last week drake jackson the rookie he's fifth in the nfl in pass blocks or tipped passes I love it. Tara says, I think Charles Minihue will be more of a threat earlier than Drake Jackson, but Drake will be the dude later. Yeah. Uh, I love Charles Minihue. I really hope they find a way to pay him because you got guys like Jordan Willis. You got guys like Kerry Hyder. You got guys like Charles Minihue on the last year of their deal. I want a Minihue here for a long time, and I have been pumping that dude up all offseason. The, the phrase I use repeatedly if I could buy stock in any 49ers player to elevate their play in the 2022 season, it would be Charles Menehue. He's had to play out of position. That dude had to play defensive tackle. He's not a defensive tackle. He played pretty well. He's played really, really well. Now, let's look at, again, just what Bosa's done this year versus the opposing, right? We've looked internally. Bosa this year, Bosa long-term 49ers, all-time 49ers. What about outward? To the NFL. You know, you've seen these graphics go around and they're incredible. Sacks, 14 and a half, first in the NFL. Keep in mind, Bosa missed a game and a half, right? He's already missed a game and a half this year. Quarterback hits, 34, first in the NFL. Tackles for loss, second. You remember me talking about how he's not just a pass rusher? Dude's freaking fire against the run. Second best in the NFL. Pressure, 62. Second best in the NFL. Pressure percentage, the amount of snaps. Again, he missed a game and a half. 19.2% best in the NFL. That means for every five pass rushes, he's getting a pressure. Every five. 
One, two, three, four, fifth. Nick Bosa's there. That's just what it is. Uh, shout out to Chappelle. I freaking love it, man. Yeah, and Bosa's going to get paid, and that's a good thing. Like, I hate how every single time a contract's, like, announced, everybody comes out and says, man, overpaid, blah, blah, blah. Like, come on, man. Come on. Uh, like, love these people. Love it when people get paid. Celebrate other success. 49ers for life. He says, yo, John, I've been one of your followers since you had like 40 followers. Well, I just want to say thank you. Uh, it means the world to me. It was probably you and my grandma, and yeah, that was probably about it. Uh, so thank you. And, you know, this whole journey, I was talking with the wife and stuff just about like, okay, you know, what, what happens in the offseason. Then my first year doing this full-time, seventh year of podcasting, I'm very thankful um, and very humbled that I get to spend time with you guys, whether digitally on here, whether you listen through your podcasting apps or you come to the road trips or Patreon or whatever. Thank you. Um, and if there's ever anything that I could do, or you want something specifically covered, my favorite thing in the world is open up the email and seeing somebody, Hey, John was wondering if you could talk about fill in the blank. That is awesome. Um, and so if you ever want to share, you want something to talk about And again, a lot of people will just say, Hey, John, just want to let you know how I became a fan. Holy cow. My day is going to be awesome. Like I get to read this badass story about, you know, somebody back in the eighties that, you know, I love that stuff. So thank you. Uh, 49ers for life. Everybody else. Y'all are incredible and share please 49ers rush podcast at gmail.com. And if you, if you don't want to share, that's cool. You ain't got to, but if you want to party, Guess what? We got you. Um, Seattle details are completely finalized for next week. Um, we've got our, we're doing this with conjunction with the Seattle faithful chapter. We're going to be meeting up at Kells Irish pub. Uh, it's in Pike's place market on Wednesday night. Remember it's Thursday game next week. So I'm going to be getting there a little before six. We'll have it all set up for you free. You just show up. You just show up, come have a good time, meet some people. We'll be doing giveaways, all that kind of stuff. That's Wednesday night. Thursday, we had to pay to rent out a place. It was quite expensive, uh, but I, I really want you guys to come out. Our tailgate is going to be awesome right across the street from the stadium um, at Tony T's Sports Lounge. That is a ticketed event. Um, you have to buy tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. It is going to be epic, epic, and we are going to show the 12 what a real fan base is about. Um, the Seattle faithful is awesome. And as always, look for the flag, 49ers Rush Road Trip. We're going to be there. And finalizing Vegas details. Now we got Saturday planned. We're going to be at Tailgate Social um, for the Vegas trip, New Year's Day from 1 to 4 on Saturday, right? So I know everybody's going to do night stuff. Come hang out with us. We're going to have a great time, 1 to 4, watch some college football, spend time with the Niners. We'll be doing our giveaways and all that stuff. Um, and then Sunday, we're tailgating the day of. Still haven't locked that up. It, it's difficult to get set up on New Year's Day, but I got you. Just be patient with us. We'll take care of that. But um, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Clayton, the man behind the scene. Want to give a shout out to our executive producers, as always, Kilted 49ers and 49ers George 365. Until next time, love you guys. Thank you for the support. It means the world to me. But until next time, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.